All right? This is a very powerful word. Especially if you are involved. Although all of us, believe, if you are a believer, <coughs> you are also set apart for God. Now, especially if you are involved in this ministry. Early on in, the, in my ministry, I grasped this word already. So if you want to learn about setting apart, just read about those uh, sometimes boring book. <laughs> but right now it's not boring uh, because I, I, I have a great journey with this book, the Leviticus. And then I come to the first chronicle. First chronicle uh, was written by, uh, by, uh, by a prophet. Uh, is, is it a prophet or a, a, a priest? And it was written because of uh, the exile, for the exiles. That means uh, it was written because uh, the writer just want to remind the exiles that even though you are vanquished by the Babylonians, you are vanquished, you are destroyed, totally destroyed, but somebody didn't forget where you came from. Somebody is still faithful to you, and his name is Jehovah. How many of you believe that no matter how your life uh, is right now, I want you to know there's always hope. Actually, First Chronicle always speaks hope to the Israelites back in those days. You always know. It just, it's just like the writer is saying, you came from God, and I have a plan for you. That's why when you open First Chronicle, it always say all the names. You can encounter all those names. All the names. It gets bored when you... Uh, why is it that God put all those names there? You know why? Because each person is important before God. Don't ever, ever underestimate who you are in the sight of the Lord. We are all important to Him. And then the next, after those names, it talks about the ark. The ark of the covenant. The ark signifies the presence of God. That means your identity doesn't come from your family. Your identity doesn't come from your tribe, but your identity comes from, G comes from God. Don't ever, ever forget that. that. At the end of the day, your identity doesn't come from your family. It comes from God. So that's the message of First Chronicle. That's why the ark of God is right there. Uh, King David is a, a great king used by God in order for, for, for God to illustrate the presence of God that is so important in the nation of Israel. Now, it says here, look at this in First Chronicle. I just want to read this for you. There are three things that I just want to impart to you here. Uh, then David said that no one, say it with me, no one. You know why you said this word, no one? Because in verse 13, something happened. In verse 13, somebody has died. Somebody had died in that, in that, in that uh, place when they transferred the ark. What the person did is just trying to help the ark not to fall down. Just helping. But yet, God 
killed him. Because the instruction of the Lord, no one can touch the ark except the Levites. So it's uh, the point of what I'm saying, it's not easy. It's not easy to serve the Lord. It's not just, you, you cannot serve the Lord casually. So you need to really ponder in your heart that are you really serious in, in serving Jesus? So David learned about that. That's why he come to the point where in no one, no one, no one but the Levites may carry the ark of God. For the Lord has chosen, say chosen. Chosen them to carry the ark of the Lord and to minister to him forever. Three things there. Levites, chosen, and minister. Who are the Levites? Levites means, who are these Levites? Levites means set apart. It says in First Chronicle, said to them, you are the heads of the father's houses of the Levites. Look at this. Consecrate yourself, you and your brothers, so that you may bring up the ark of the Lord, the God of Israel, to the place that I have prepared for it. Only the Levites can carry the presence of God back in those days. So we may not copy the, their methods, but we can get an, uh, a principle from there. That the presence of God, cannot, we cannot do it casually. We cannot carry it casually. We need to take it uh, seriously. I mean, you need to double check, evaluate everything. Lord, where am I right now in my walk with you? Is this the things that you want me to do? Am I playing this instrument? Do I need to play this instrument because I want it? Or do you want me to play it for you? Where do you want me to go? Help me, Lord. Uh, just like uh, the background, uh, when uh, Noi said that uh, uh, I, I, I forget to, uh, I mean, I, I stopped myself to play guitar when I got born again. That's true for, I think, for one year. Uh, I've been a folk, I don't know if you know that word uh, for young people, folk singer. Uh, folk singer, those uh, playing in the bars. I was a folk singer while I'm studying, I'm working. Uh, I, I'm studying, as a, uh, while I, I'm, I am a student, I, I sing in the bar back in those days. So I love my guitar. I, actually, I have a 10-string guitar. So I, can, uh, I use that uh, in my uh, career as a musician. But yet, when I got born again, I stopped using all those, uh, 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 that instrument. I, 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 I forgot if I gave it to somebody or I sold it. I don't know. <laughs> Even right now, I, I don't know. But I just want to devote myself to the Word of God. And true enough, because I know how to be consecrated before the Lord. Lord, what do you want me to do? I just want to devote myself in the Word of God. And guess what? After a year, God told me, why don't you pick up your guitar again? Really? Uh, I don't think I know those chords. Uh, I'm, I'm playing those chords. When you're down in trouble and you need a helping hand. Woohoo! Yeah. Oh, well. So, how sweet it is to be loved back. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I've been there. So I love music. So uh, anyway, uh, I was, I, I was, 
So I was, uh, I was fascinated by God, and I just consecrated everything. But God told me, why don't you pick up your guitar and play again? Okay. So, and then uh, this is what I, I just want to say to you. Consecration means set apart to become holy. And holiness is not just morality. It's not just uh, doing good. Or, yeah, you need to do good to the people around you. But it's not just about morality, but sanctification by the Holy Spirit. It's about talking to Him. Right now, you can talk to Him. And guess what? You can be sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will tell you, don't do that. That's a, that's a training already. That's uh, consecration. That's holiness. Amen? And then, look at this. Look at this. Why is that? Because it says in Numbers 8, uh, verse 13, have the Levites stand in front of Aaron and his sons and then present them as a wave offering to the Lord. In this way, you are to set the Levites apart from the other Israelites. And the Levites, look at this, the Levites will be mine. The Levites is mine. That means because we are set apart, we own by the Lord. Uh, God owns us. Say, God owns me. And guess what? If he owns you, who calls the shots? <laughs> who calls the shots, man? It's God. But sometimes, oh, man, uh, we have... Yeah, we need to plan. We need to be smart in all the things that we, uh, what we're doing. But at the end of the day, it's God who calls the shots. And then number 18, look at this. For the tithes, look at this. For the tithes of the people of Israel, which they present as a contribution to the I've given to the Levites for an inheritance. Therefore, I've said of them that they shall have no inheritance among the people of Israel. Don't you know that that? That's the instruction of the Lord to these people. Don't give them inheritance. You know why? Because I am their inheritance. I don't need to own Guam. God owns this place. <laughs> and guess what? You own this place. If you are sons and daughters of God, you own this place. <laughs> You don't need, we don't need to be insecure uh, to the people around us, to the things around us. You just need to have Jesus in your heart. And guess what? Everything will just fall into the right place. So I don't need to be insecure to grasp or to get all those things. All I need to do is just to stick with Jesus, stick with God. Lord, what do you want me to do? Yes, Lord. I, guess what? There are more things to do in the kingdom than in your life. That's the reason why we're here. Not just for us to earn money or to earn our living, but we are here to advance God's kingdom. That's why there should be no hindrance to all of us. It take, take note of this, guys. It takes focus to advance His kingdom. Or for all of us to be used by God. It takes focus. So that's why, yeah, I practice my guitar. I, I write songs now. I became, I became a songwriter. Now I write songs. But right now, 
there's a challenge for me to listen to him at the same time. Lord, I have a lot of things to do, but what do you, I'm, I'm starting to travel now. When I get back to the Philippines, I'll go to uh, Visayas just to train again. But Lord, I long to write songs. How can I? Uh, it takes time to write songs. So anyway, uh, it takes focus. So how can I do that unless I stick with Jesus? I stick with the Holy Spirit and ask him, Lord, what do you want me to do? I have a lot of things in my heart right now, but what do you want me to do? And then sometimes God will say, stay put. And that's it. All right. And look at this. Levites means set apart, and set apart means we belong to God. Right? Highlights number two is this. We are chosen. And look at this. Second Chronicle 29.11. My sons do not... My sons, do not, know, do not now be negligent, for the Lord has chosen you to stand in His presence, to minister to Him, and to be His ministers, and make offerings to Him. Wow. Do not be negligent. Chosen means be responsible and not negligent. That means you need to take it seriously. So it's not an option. It's not a sideshow. You need to take it seriously. Now that God put you in this ministry, take it seriously. Lord, how can I navigate my schedules? How can I uh, strategize uh, everything? How can I put you in my calendar? I know I put a lot of things in my calendar, but did I put you in my calendar? Are we putting God in our calendar so we put everything in our calendar, right? Because they're important. But how about God in your calendar? Where is he there? All right? So uh, highlights number three is minister. Look at this. Minister, about minister. The duty of the Levites was to help Aaron's descendants in the service of the temple of the Lord, to be in charge of the courtyards, the side rooms, the purification of all sacred things, and the performance of other duties of the Lord of God. They were in charge of the bread set out on the table, the flour for the grain offerings, the unleavened wafers, the baking and the mixing and all measurements of quantity and size. Minister means service. All right? Service. Uh, and look at this, another First Chronicle 23. Yes? They were also to stand every morning. Look at this. As, uh, as you serve the Lord. That's why you, cannot, uh, you need to take this very seriously. It says there. They were also to stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord. They were to do the same in the evening. And whenever burnt offerings were presented to the Lord on Sabbath and at New Moon Festival and appointed feast, they were to what? Serve before the Lord. What? regularly. Can you imagine that? In the proper number and in the way prescribed for them. We may not copy right here in this place, but we can get a principle right here that we need to take it seriously what we're doing. You know why? Because it takes focus. Say it with me, focus, especially in the area of worship. So minister means a representative of God who serves regularly. Minister comes from the word also ambassador. It's an ambassador. 
a, rep a representative of God. You stand in behalf of God. Right now, I'm standing in behalf of our God to all of you right here. So I'm so thankful. It's a privilege. It's not something that I earn. It's something that I just received from the Lord. And I need to take this very seriously. Amen? Wow. And all of us here. Can you imagine? All of us here. If you are a, a, a believer, you are an ambassador of Jesus Christ. So that's why it's a privilege. You know what? It's a privilege to be used. I don't know about you. Uh, if, you are, if you are accepted in a company and, and that company uh, is your dream, it's a privilege, right? It's a privilege. But how much more to be accepted into the kingdom of God? It's a privilege, man. So that's why don't, uh, don't just take it casually. I want you to give it all. Give your best to the Lord. And then it says there, my last, uh, uh, my last uh, point here is we only exclusively belong to the Lord. Actually, the word exclusively. We are exclusively for him. We only belong to him. So that's the thing. That's why uh, I always remember when uh, when I come to the point where in, uh, I don't have anything. Uh, it's so easy to serve God when you're blessed. Amen? <laughs> when you have everything in your life. Sometimes it's so easy. You just need to raise up your hands. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> so everything is fine. Wow. But when, but when life gets tough, that's where everything comes in. Still God loves me. Oh, Lord. I think you abandoned me. Where are you right now? Lord, are you still there? And no... No voice. But yet, well, I remember, uh, uh, this is my uh, last uh, example to all of you. I remember when, when uh, my second baby passed away. And uh, the first thing that comes into my mind is, Lord, what did I do? Uh, she, uh, my, babe, my baby encountered this uh, hydrocephalus. The, the head gets bigger. And uh, anyway, I don't, uh, when it comes to uh, health, I don't know how to interpret those, uh, what happened to her. But it gets bigger, and uh, she just lived for three years. And the first thing that gets into my mind is, what did I do, Lord? Uh, it's just like, Lord, I serve you since uh, I was single. I give it all to you. Uh, I... Uh, my life is here, and uh, I, I cannot get any reason why I have, I have that uh, challenge in my life. But, uh, I, but there is no answer. And then uh, what should uh, I come to this uh, uh, thought that what should I do? And then when I get home, then... Uh, I ask him again, Lord, uh, what's happening here? And then the Lord told me, so what should you do? What are you going to do? 
in your situation. Huh? Oh, wow. And then thank God for the grace of the Lord that, uh, that's in my heart. And I just, Lord, I just say to God, Lord, I've been here. You know from the very beginning that I've been here not because, not because I want to be blessed, although I'm, I'm blessed. You know, I've been here not because, not because of friends and families, although I love my families. But Lord, but Lord, I'm here because you are my God. And I may not understand what is going on today. But this is the reality, Lord, of how I serve you. You become to God, you become God to me. Not because I understand you, but because you become God to me. Because now I cannot understand you. If I can understand you, you will never be my God. But now, you are my God because, because I cannot understand you. So I just want to worship you. I just want to bow my knees to you. I just want to give all my worship to you. And just give it all to you. And the Lord told me, this is it. This is the kind of worship that I want from you. And man, it brings relief. It brings relief into my life. That worship to me is not about songs. It's not about music. It's not just about going, going to an assembly or attend service. But worship to me becomes a reality in my life that whenever, wherever I go, God is always there speaking to me. So the same also with all of us. Amen? Can we just uh, stand up and just, uh, just close our eyes? I just want to impart the spirit of worship to all of you. Worship that uh, it's not just uh, uh, done in, uh, in our churches, although that is good. Uh, Worship, another way of worship is uh, by worshiping with all his people. The Bible says that, come, let us go to the house of the Lord. David knows about that. David knows the assembly of coming to the house of the Lord, the dynamics of worshiping God with his people. So, uh, can we just lift up our hands to the Lord? Thank you, God. Just begin to, just begin to receive him. Just begin to receive him.